In the beginning, day two, the beams or the background. We're continuing to look at Genesis today. Genesis marks the very beginning of the Bible. The author of Genesis is believed to be Moses with the intention of preserving the earliest history for future generations of the Israelite people. The verse, Genesis chapter seven, verses one through three. Then the Lord said to Noah, go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. The fill. What's the point? Generations later, Noah and the ark. The world continues to be filled with evil after an Adam and Eve introduce it in the Garden of Eden. And to be honest, the evil that we read about is disgusting on a level I don't believe we can really understand today. After more second chances than you can imagine, God has had enough, and so he decides to wipe the earth clean and start with a fresh slate. So the flood comes, but luckily, God has instructed Noah to build a boat and fill it with pairs of each kind of animal. Noah, his wife, their sons, and their sons' wives all get into the boat and are saved. P.S. God used the rainbow as a sign of the covenant between man and God that he would never flood the entire world again. Things weren't perfect after the flood. As great as Noah was, he and his family were still humans. Evil was still very much present in this world, and some groups grew more and more evil as time went on, while others remained faithful to God. The godly ones, again, weren't perfect, but they tried to remain as dedicated to the Lord as they could. Speaking of bad, soon-ish after the flood, the Tower of Babel happens. As the world began to repopulate and grow, people began spreading out. However, they all still spoke the same language. Then at some point, a group of people decided to build a city with a tower extremely high to make great, a great name for themselves. Their prideful ambition caused them to try and usurp God and His authority. Seeing this, God decides to confuse their language so that none of them could communicate with one another and then scatter them throughout the world. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? As you're starting to see, we've been running back and forth with God ever since Adam and Eve first sinned. We keep trying to do life our own way without him, only to come crawling back and begging him to be with us again, which he does, by the way. One thing I've learned about God from the book of Genesis is that he is patient and loves us far more than I can understand. I mean, people have done some pretty horrible things over the course of human history, and yet there he is, ever patient, ever loving, always seeking to draw us back in. While this book covers a ton of human history, I'd like us to examine our own history. Have you had a back-and-forth relationship with God throughout your life? Were there times where you felt drawn to Him? Times where you were maybe angry at Him? Times where you simply lost interest and ventured away? Were there times where you maybe thought you knew best and tried to do things your own way? I certainly have. And that's because just as the Bible is the story of a beautiful journey, our lives are a beautiful journey. Whether or not you've realized it, God has been with you each and every step of the way, at times where you could sense it, and other times where he was certainly still there, 
just waiting on you to turn back to him. Where are you in your journey today? Where do you want to be in your relationship with him? Share those thoughts with him today and always remember to drop me a prayer request if I can help you in any way on your journey.